you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. You are listening to the Third and East podcast. Today is Stephen Brown's day, Sloan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling very dull because brown's a weird color and everything, but you know it's the home of rock and roll, Cleveland. Uh, it's yeah, it's also the home of uh, air pollution. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland is that dirty, dirty city. <laughs> I haven't been to Cleveland personally, but I heard I've heard, I've met some really nice people from Cleveland. But I don't know too much about Cleveland. I've seen that there's okay pictures from it, but uh, I have a Cleveland Indians hat. Yes, Indians, not Guardians hat. I have Chief Walker, it's awesome. But, you know, now I'm completely incorrect. I'm going to cancel. All right, whatever. Anyway, uh, we are going to talk about the Cleveland Browns here. This is a team that was pretty inconsistent last year and everything. Finishing 7 and 10. Um, which is shocking because, you know, with the how bad, you know, Deshaun Watson played in that second half last year and everything, you know, he really looked pretty unspectacular. Um, the, for them to finish second and seven cents so somewhat of a modern miracle. You know, this is a team that's still, you know, that's what, uh, you know, the key centerpiece, obviously, this team is going to be um, it's, um, I mean, he's top five, top three back in the NFL without question. He's excellent. Um, this is a team that has a really nice offensive line, good defensive line, but the defense played like shit last year. Yeah. And a a division that had Lamar that was out and Pittsburgh not being the best offense. Right. In a soft schedule. I mean, look at, go back and look at the Browns schedule, man. It wasn't anything too crazy. Not really any tough road games outside of the division. I mean, the fact that they went seven and ten, I think we're in for a very rough ride with them. Now, say what you want about Deshaun Watson. I mean, it was definitely Russ. Without question, it was Russ. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll, and, but, and I blame that on Deshaun Watson. It should became he should have been more prepared or anything. Especially, you know, it's tough to adapt to that game and everything. But at some point, the talent's going to take over, and it didn't really show there. I mean, the the, the Browns. The Browns have a nice receiving core for Deshaun Watson. They couldn't draft anybody because of the trade for Deshaun Watson. Thanks to your Houston Texans, in my opinion, fleecing them for that. Yeah, yeah we fleeced them. Someone had to. Yes, it is. But, I mean, there's there's some pieces to like about this team. But where is going? what is going to happen to them? Because they made that huge move, gave Deshaun all that money in the world. There needs to be results. Yeah, I mean, I get that it was the first year. And they're like, well, he had a suspension. Whenever he came back, he didn't play well. I mean, it, and if you look back, Jacoby Brissett, statistically and on film, and just from the eye test, played better. They had to get rid of him because there was controversy. And they brought in Dorian Thompson as an insurance policy that whenever a team does that, whenever they take a fly pick on a quarterback like in the fifth round, whenever they have very limited draft capital, that's – I'm not saying it's a guaranteed bad sign. It's usually a bad sign. Mm -hmm. Now, the one one thing I'm going to say about – 
the Browns here and everything, they did have some uh, a couple of decent pickups here and everything. And say what you want about the offense and everything, they picked up Elijah Moore from the Jets. Um, they picked up Mark Tees Goodwin, Jordan Atkins, um, Colby Gosset, and Wes Martin to help defend the line and everything. Mm-hmm. Defense got some decent pieces, though, with um, Kenny Ofanu, uh, Dalvin Thomas, and Maurice Curse, uh, Tristan Hill. They're going to be really, they are really trying to rebuild that offense, that defensive line. They have finished that big dividends. They lose Javion Connie, but you know, he, him as a Brown really wasn't all that much. They lose Kareem Hunt. They lose to Kobe Brissett. Yeah, I would. I thought their draft was probably as good as it could be. It could be. Yeah, one guy, Sakai Ika out of Baylor. He's a pretty good D tackle. Yeah, pretty decent. Yeah, I mean for a big for a Big Twelve defensive tackle, he's he was a little bit. I want to say he was a little undersized for what they usually like, but I mean a lot of Big Twelve defensive linemen are. But he's pretty athletic. I think he'll be a good addition to it. Yeah, a piece that they eventually need on that defensive line or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cedric Tillman's a player to watch out for, obviously. Um, guy's huge um, yeah. coming out of Tennessee. Guy could be a mismatch, um, just needs to train. And, you know, there were so many options there at Tennessee. This guy could be a decent pickup and anything for um, Cleveland moving forward uh, with this with this, with this this offense, looking like this and everything. But, I mean, their ta- their, their t- the tackles for the Cleveland Browns were excellent last year. They will have two really good guards and Joel Patino and Wyatt Teller. I mean, this is arguably a top five offensive line in the international football league going into this year. I mean, they are really good. This is a really nice offensive line when they remain healthy. The defense just needs to improve. But I think they're adding a couple of nice pieces to this team and everything. They're with it, you know, with the GM and coaching situation, you know, they're going to, you know, they went all in on, they went all in on Deshaun Watson and that's going to really hurt them or it's going to benefit them. But result, you know, it doesn't help that your rival in the Bengals are, it's for, are experiencing such growth. Yeah, they're, they're leaving behind. Did a Brown steal a game for them this year? I don't know. Um, (laughs) The Browns here are such a weird, they're such a hard team to project for this year because I, you know, on paper, there's a lot. They remind me of the Colts from a couple seasons ago. Look at their team talent wise, there's a lot to like. There really is. Nice line, you know. I think they have nice line play on both the defensive side and the offensive side. They have an okay receiving core. They have Nick Chubb, who LCNE, he might he might rush for over eighteen hundred yards, maybe two thousand. God forbid. It's just going to be. It's going to come down to Deshaun Watson, and their special teams was an absolute mess last year. God forbid I say special teams on the show. Hey, it matters. I mean, <laughs> there are teams that the most complete ones have competence on that side. You know, for me with the Browns, I'm going to say they are fringe wildcard team. They might sneak in by Austin playing four games. They uh, are a, one of the tough – out of the 32 teams, they are one of the top two, top three, toughest to predict. They are really tough to predict this year. I'm going to go on record and say a six or seven win team again. I like what they did. Like I said, with the draft, you you did about as much as you could. But the pick, 
Yeah, but the picks they got, you know, for the defensive line, Isaiah McGuire in the fourth round was a steal, in my opinion. Like I said, Saikai Echo was a pretty you know, pretty solid guy, just a little yeah, undersized. Yeah, he, he was pretty good at Baylor. Yeah, I think adding them gives them a little bit of depth there. Uh, Cameron Mitchell, I honestly, I mean, coming out of Northwestern, that guy got burned a lot, a lot. Dewan Jones, I don't see a lot of value in offensive tackles past the third round, so I don't know how that's going to go. Cedric Tillman's slow. But he's a big guy, big body guy, and he can move pretty well. Uh, Dorian Thompson, you need a backup quarterback. I get that. Uh, Luke Weipler, he's a center in the sixth round. I don't know. Maybe they'll convert him to like a long snapper or something. But it never hurts to put him in as like a depth guard or something. There's not a lot to work with. And it's only going to get harder. They're having problems with David Njoku's contract. I don't know if they're going to get that sorted out. I'm not excited about them at all. I see them being a six or seven win team at best because you're right. They could they could go out there and lay an egg and win four or five games, and then they're looking for a new head coach. And interesting part of this year, just keep in mind, Browns fans, there's a potential out for Miles Garrett after this year. It will, it will result in a twenty three million dollar cap hit, but there is an out. Oh, and if if it gets bad, he he'll dip. I promise you, he'll dip if he gets. He's already bad. twenty. He's already twenty-seven. I'm just saying that might be that might be a shocker if they if they really start this. There might be a trade. That might be a trade piece eventually, but I don't think that's going to be really realistic. I mean, he's one. I mean, he is great. I mean, he is great for what all he does and everything. But hey, to get that capital back, you never know. Well, with him, it, he might he might want to force it. He's been on a team that's gone zero and sixteen, inherited a team that went one and fifteen the year before, showed a little bit of prominence, and is now looking like they're going to be a dumpster fire again. And he's one of the best defensive linemen in the entire league. Yeah, I would be tired of it too. It's like, look, I'm his, almost in my thirties, and his cap hit goes from twelve million last season to twenty nine million this year, oh and my the cap God. hit is really brutal. The next few seasons and everything might be good time if he underperforms. Might be a decent time to get out of that deal and potentially help your cap situation. If you do like listening to the Third Inning podcast, be sure to check out the other ASC North teams. Hear your, hear what your rivals' breakdowns are going to be like this past this next season, and then also hear the other NFL teams. Be sure to listen to us on a weekly basis as we do our uh, recap of the weeks as well as do our game, weekly game previews. Thank you very much for listening to the 3rd and East podcast.